Good morning. Uh, this is JJ Holly. I'm president and CEO of the Woodlands Area Chamber of Commerce, and welcome to the Woodlands Online podcast. Uh, we appreciate Woodlands Online hosting us and the opportunity to talk about all things chamber. And this morning we have Mr. Steve Lakey with the Voter Awareness Council, and we're going to talk about the election that's going on. Excellent. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. My pleasure. Uh, why don't you start off? Tell us a little bit about uh, yourself and uh, and what the the VAC does. Well, um, my name is Steve Lakey. I'm retired from Electronic Data Systems, where I had a career for about 30 years. We retired to the Woodlands about 20 years ago and have been involved in a lot of activities in the area. We thoroughly love this, uh, the whole region. Uh, we formed the Voter Awareness Council about five years ago, 30, 35 of us in, in the community. Uh, what our mission is to encourage and equip people to vote. Because turnout is historically pretty low, as you know, in, yes. in our community. Mm -hmm. Second, to improve the overall voting experience, mm -hmm. uh, which we think is important, and then ultimately to increase voter turnout. Mm -hmm. Well, we appreciate what you're doing to encourage people to vote and take part in the democratic process. That's really important. That is, it is. And elections are very important. People think they only need to vote once every four years when the president's election. Mm -hmm. President election is held, which is, of course, this year. Mm -hmm. But every election is important, every year. That's right. And we're trying to encourage people to uh, to become aware of that, realize that all real politics mm -hmm. is local, mm -hmm. and that so many of the things that influence our lives on a daily basis uh, are administered or run by mm -hmm. people that we elect. That's true. That's true. And, uh, in fact, when I'm talking to my friends that aren't that uh, politically active, uh, I asked them how they feel about water and roads and uh, schools all this and schools. schools. That's a big deal. Parks, yeah. law, law enforcement. That's right. That's right. Many, many aspects of our lives. That's right. There, it kind of takes a while for things that are uh, policy oriented in Washington to filter down to us. But that is correct. Things happen here pretty quickly. That's right. So, uh, I know one thing we've talked about is encouraging. Uh, the development of uh, voting centers where people can vote uh, at any location, like they do in early voting, but do that also on election day as well. Am I missing any good points on that? That are good well, there, there's, there, that's that's a project that that, that is ongoing. Um, there are about 57 counties or so in Texas that mm -hmm. have converted to that format. Early voting is a very popular format, and mm -hmm. one of the advantages of early voting is that you can vote anywhere, yeah. and the concept of vote centers would make that the case on election day as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and one thing we've also talked about is the voter experience at the polls, and uh, what are you seeing in your, and you've been around Montgomery County uh, in the Woodlands for, for a long time, what are you seeing at the polling locations, um, and what are you hearing from potential Voters, it's mixed. There, there are certain locations around the county that uh, voting is a routine mm -hmm. activity and it's pleasant and easy and simple and all that. Uh, election day is about voters. Yes, and election day should be a pleasant experience for voters. There are sites, however, where that is not the case, mm -hmm. uh, and we hear that from uh, a significant number of people in the community that, uh, particularly during some of the early voting locations. Um, Hard to find a place to park. You're 
almost yeah. attacked by people trying to give you literature and materials and all those kinds of hard things. Hard to get out of your uh, car door. That's right. Hard to get out of your car sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, as, as a result of the past November election, I, mm-hmm. I know the uh, county commissioner's court mm-hmm. actually had that as an agenda item yeah. that in certain locations that is an issue that... Uh, uh, we need to improve on. And yes. that's one of the things we're trying to do is encourage candidates to respect the voters, to um, mm-hmm. let them vote in peace. And if they would like to talk to you about your candidacy, mm-hmm. wait for them to walk up and, and ask you questions. Yes. And, and do so in a more, uh, in as civil and un- unobtrusive uh, style and format as possible. Yeah. Correct. And, and that is something that... Uh, Again, we want as many people to as possible <clears throat> to feel comfortable about voting. And when we hear from people that we know and people that know the important issues and then still say that, look, I don't feel like uh, running a gauntlet to go vote. So I'm just going to skip it. And, and, and we hear from we hear from from voters that when they drive by certain locations and see that it is so crowded. Yes and totally swamped with signs mm-hmm. and people mm-hmm. standing there getting ready to hand stuff out. Yeah. They just say, never mind, and drive on. Yeah. They want it to be easy, and, and to a certain it, extent, we all we, it, it we shop be. at places we want to make it easy. We, right. uh, we do business. At, you know, we go to uh, movies, we want to make it easy, and that's kind of a key to the, the, the retail success. But, uh, I mean, we want to balance the candidates' free speech rights as well but we also want to balance the right of the voter to right. to be able to uh, walk to the voting location unencumbered. Voting voting itself should be as straightforward and pardon us enjoyable yes. as, as as we can make it. Uh, in fact, I saw uh, on the news people in uh, Nevada are, are voting right now, and some are waiting three hours in line to vote. Can you imagine in our current environment, if you're waiting three hours to vote, the amount of times you'd be approached by poll, polling location workers? Well, another another interesting uh, point of discussion is the 100-foot boundary that exists between mm-hmm. the voting door and, and, mm-hmm. and where uh, the... the the voter cannot be addressed and approached yes. by people. Mm-hmm. Uh, many states have that as, as an expanded distance. Mm-hmm. There are mm-hmm. many states where that's 200 mm-hmm. feet. There are many states where that's 500 feet. Yes. The idea being that voters vote in peace and they're not attacked. That's right. And uh, I also want to take this opportunity to uh, thank the, uh, the uh, volunteers at the polling locations. Right. When you go in... If, if we didn't have the volunteers, it's all like the chamber. If the chamber didn't have volunteers, we couldn't do what we do. And having those volunteers working those polling locations certainly helps to move as many people through efficiently as possible. Uh, Susie Harvey, our election administrator mm-hmm. uh, for the Montgomery County, does a great job yes, of, 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 of staffing all of those voting locations. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. Those are people that are critical to the process. Mm-hmm. And it's always a good idea, I think, to thank them. Yes. And I try to do that mm-hmm. every time I vote. Um, thank them for being there and doing their and for their service. Well, and we have our uh, I Voted stickers on. Yes. So we've, we've done our duty there. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. Can you uh, go over the uh, election information, kind of the dates and locations and election day that you're aware well, of? Well, I, I would. the thing I would do is refer people to mm-hmm. the Montgomery County website mm-hmm. because that has a location of... Uh, 
of all the polling locations votes mm -hmm. both for early voting and then on election day they're all they're all issued there mm -hmm. as well as times yeah. you know, during early voting mm -hmm. there are 15 or 16 locations in the county the hours vary depending on the stage of early voting mm -hmm. uh, there is one weekend where there's early voting so the times vary yes. a great deal so I would yes. prefer uh, voters to um, to the Montgomery County website and, and mm -hmm. look at that specifically. And I believe uh, early voting started on uh, a couple of days ago. Started yesterday, yes. Started on, mm -hmm. uh, so February, what is today? I've lost track. Uh, Today's the 19th, I think. I know, I know I Friday's that, I the 21st. I think that's right. Probably. Yeah, I think, I know Friday's the 21st because the Chamber's got a big event on that day, so I have to count backwards. But so uh, early voting's from the 19th, I believe, until the 28th. Yeah, it, 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 mm -hmm. it's, it's right up to the election time. That's right. And then election day is, 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 is always on the first Tuesday and it's March mm -hmm. 3rd. March 3rd. Okay. So we encourage you to go vote. Uh, we encourage you to investigate each candidate and uh, find the one that is uh, uh, that works for you. One thing that some people uh, uh, don't understand, and I think it's good to know, is that uh, uh, when you go into the polling uh, location, you have to select if you're going to vote on the, in the Republican primary or the Democratic primary. That is correct. When you, when you, this is for this primary election, mm -hmm. uh, you ask, the poll workers will ask you, do you want to vote Republican or Democrat? In which party do you want to vote in? And that will specifically, and you can vote in either one in Texas. Um, then they will give you the specific ballot for the candidates that are running, you know, in each specific party. That's right. And you can download a sample ballot. Which is something we really encourage people to do. You, when you go to the Montgomery County website and confirm your registration status, assuming that is in order, yes, the website will tell you that, and one of the buttons you can poke is sample ballot. Mm -hmm. And if you poke that button, you will specifically get the ballot that you will be able, for the races that you will be able to vote in. Mm -hmm. Uh, there is a county-wide sample ballot, which mm -hmm. is interesting to look at, mm -hmm. but for voting purposes, it mm -hmm. really makes sense to just get the ones that will be uh, the races that you can vote in. Yes. And we encourage voters to print those out mm -hmm. and do their homework mm -hmm. to study all the races and all the candidates and then uh, take that with them in mm -hmm. to vote. Mm -hmm. uh, that's particularly important. Uh, we believe in this election in November. Yes. Because heretofore in Texas, you were able to vote straight party. Oh, that's a good point. That has stopped. Mm -hmm. uh, so you will not be able to do that this coming November. Mm -hmm. And so you will have to vote for each race. You can't just mm -hmm. say just one party or the other and, and vote straight ticket. Yep. So having a, a list of how you're going to vote will save you a great deal of time, we mm -hmm. believe. Mm -hmm. you know, during the voting process, and that should help a lot. Yeah. The other thing we encourage people to do is to vote the whole the whole ballot. Yes. Another very significant uh, occurrence in our in our county is undervoting, where people vote; they're there, mm -hmm. but they just vote for certain races. That's right. They're interested in this one, this one, this one, but they mm -hmm. don't know about these down here. They don't even know they're there. Mm -hmm. They're maybe physically located down deep in the ballot. Yes. And just say, never mind, or they walk out. Mm -hmm. And 
in some cases, and this will be true this November, mm -hmm. where turnout will be pretty high. Yes. It'll be 60 or 70%. Mm -hmm. But one of the Isn't things that unfortunate? We think 60, 70% turnout's high. Well, in nationwide, that's, that's, right. that's a pretty consistent that's right. number. So It was a know, pretty hard-fought uh, right to be able to uh, vote. and one could, argue that it, one could argue it ought to be 100%. Yes, that's you know, right. And, but the higher, the better, to be sure. Yes. Uh, but one of the things that does happen when the turnout is high is that there are a lot of people who don't vote regularly and when the, and are not even aware of some of those down-ballot things. And where there are actually races that are won or lost, by margins mm -hmm. far less than than the than the number of people who were there but just didn't vote in the race, or the undervote count wow. is much higher than the win loss margin, mm -hmm. which is a strange phenomenon, but it happens every election. And of course, we all know we have the presidential uh, primary races to vote in. But what are some other races on down on the ballot that uh, people should pay attention? Well, to? Well, typically all of the 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 county races, mm -hmm. the countywide races, take place every every two years, some every four mm -hmm. years, and uh, most of those are Republican and Democrat mm -hmm. races. So they are they are um, contested for the nominations during the the, the, the mm -hmm. primary election. Mm -hmm. This particular year, there are a lot of uncontested races. Mm -hmm. Where the county sheriff, for, for example, is, right. is running for Republican nomination, and uh, Sheriff yep. Anderson is running uncontested. There mm -hmm. are a lot of those. There are some this year. There are some very key constable races mm -hmm. that, uh, for law enforcement purposes, is obviously very important. That are that are contested. There are several judgeships Correct. that, that uh, are are contested this year. Uh, Particular importance is the 457th court, mm -hmm. which is a new court. Yes, um, and there'll be there's a very active candidate list on you know both parties for mm -hmm. it. Uh, but again, going back to the sample ballot, which people can can download, that makes it easy. It makes it easy to mm -hmm. know exactly what it is. Yeah, because we've got uh, U.S. representative race, right? Uh, we've got state representative race, state senate, I believe. Pre is, uh, pre pre well, state our state senate. On the Republican side is is uncontested, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, but again, there are a lot of races that are contested nationwide, statewide, mm -hmm. and and fewer normally fewer than normal this year in our county. Yep, but there still are some key ones that are in fact uh, mm -hmm. on the ballot this year. The other thing we encourage people to do is once they've downloaded those ballots, um, is to to do their homework. To, mm -hmm. to look at the election guides that our local newspapers put out. Mm -hmm. Impact News, The Courier, The Villager, mm -hmm. all put out. It's all well covered. All well covered, put out, put out good information. Uh, attend candidate forums. Yes. We work a lot with the, as you well know, mm -hmm. the Chambers of Commerce to put on and help in candidate forums. Um, I know the Woodlands Chamber is running their annual whistle stop event Correct. shortly. Correct. People need to learn as much as they can you know, on their own That's uh, sources of information. And the Whistle Stop is a nice event because uh, every candidate's on the ballot, be they Republican or Democrat, is invited. Mm -hmm. And uh, many of them attend. So you've got a Republican candidate, you've got Democratic candidates. They all have tables and booths that you can 
talk to each one. And that is next Wednesday, February 26th, okay. starting at 4 o'clock at uh, the Lone Star uh, Lone Star College System Office, which is at Research and Gosling. Okay. So you turn right. If you're coming west, you just take a, a right into... Uh, the campus off of Research Forest. In that go, community center building. It's in the community center building. That's okay. all the way on the right. So you almost do a little bit of a U-turn there. And it's a beautiful campus, but it's behind so many, uh, it's so wooded, you can't really see it until you get back there. But if you just, just remember right, the word right. So take a right into the uh, college and then take a right. And then you can meet all those candidates will be there until about six or seven o'clock. And a lot of the candidates are taking time off uh, from working the polls to be there at least for a little bit. So I would suggest getting there early so you don't miss a candidate. And speaking of candidates, one thing we uh, uh, we stress is how much we appreciate anyone who puts their name on the ballot because that takes uh, takes a lot of guts to do that. It's a tremendous commitment, and we all need to be grateful to all people who are willing mm-hmm. to um, go through that because it's well, a lot of hard work. And especially in today's um, day and time where you've got uh, – uh, civil discourse seems to be at a minimum. Uh, I know that uh, we talk to other, uh, you know, with social media being what it is, and we've talked to other chambers of commerce that are actually considering resolutions from their board to support and encourage. And I believe we as, as uh, business and community leaders need to set examples. And uh, even when we're in our personal lives, whenever we're doing, uh, making a post on Facebook, that we do it one of our chamber's core values is treating people with respect mm-hmm. and integrity mm-hmm. and honesty. And I think the more people do that, uh, uh, maybe we even get more people to run. A lot of people say that I'm, then they're highly qualified, but they don't want to run because they don't want to subject themselves to that. Total, totally valid point. And, and we hear from a lot of people that that's one of the reasons some people don't vote is they're so turned off by all the negativity, by all the negativity, mm-hmm. the, um, the mixture of truths that, yes. that that exist in 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 certain campaigns, certainly mm-hmm. not all, but mm-hmm. certain campaigns, and people get disgusted with the process and just right. never mind. I'm not going to do that. So we strongly encourage all candidates to run as mm-hmm. as straight up campaigns as they can, as mm-hmm. civil as they can. Uh, we don't want to hear. We encourage them to mm-hmm. you know what are your what are your positions on issues. Mm-hmm. What's your philosophy? What That's are your right. beliefs? Mm-hmm. We want to hear what you think about key issues in our in our in our in our county, mm-hmm. not what you think of him or her next to you. That's right, sort, sort of thing. And and let let the voters decide. Correct. You know, based on facts. Mm-hmm. So you're absolutely right. The more we can do to increase or improve the tone of our campaigns, the better. As a matter of fact, um, as I suspect you're aware, the county commissioner's court actually had an agenda item mm-hmm. uh, some weeks ago uh, on that very issue uh, with mm-hmm. with one of the early or one of the voting locations in Montgomery County where they literally had to call the constable in. Yes, because things became so nasty at the polling yes. place. Um, it reminds me of that sign: "Everything I needed to learn in life, I learned in kindergarten." <laughs> You know, treat people with respect, right. say please, thank yeah. you. Yeah, none of this Wait stuff, in line, don't cut in this, line. None of this stuff is rocket science. No. But, uh, uh, but the behavior was such that, that voters and or people who were there working mm-hmm. literally called law enforcement to come in yeah. and calm things down. And that's just that's what, that's most, most unfortunate. It's really, it's, it's, it's shameful, I think, because... Uh, I agree. 
When, when you looked uh, for a place to move after you were retired and you settled on the woodlands after a lot of, I'm sure, investigation and visits, and as a, uh, as a chamber, uh, we get, uh, we work with the Economic Development Partnership. We support them in their mission to attract uh, large companies. You know, we have 10 million square feet of Class A office space in the woodlands alone. Mm-hmm. A lot of beautiful buildings. But economies are more fragile than people think, and uh, people pay attention to that. Uh, there are companies that looked how uh, that that we didn't pass a road bond in 2015 mm-hmm. in May, which we we did end up passing in 2000 in, in November. Uh, they look at whenever a school bond fails, and one of the biggest uh, questions we get is uh, from a, a prospective company is how are your schools. And they, they look on social media, too, and they, they read do. the newspapers, right. and they investigate the town. And for us to have the kind of uh, visceral behavior and vitriol that we have, uh, we get asked that by, by companies. And uh, the more we can, we can provide examples, the more we can show that kind of respect and that kind of uh, honor towards people, even if we don't agree with them. We can still, you and I have not agreed on everything. Not everything. But uh, we still go have lunch together. Well, and you, we, 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 we get past it. And in fact, you, you have to have agreeable disagreement. Yes, sir. I mean, that's how we learn from people, and that's how we adjust our thinking, and that's how we learn from others. That's right. Um, uh, so, so healthy disagreement is a good thing. It is. Um, but you bring up a very valid point. We, we, we live in a very prosperous county. Yes. It is... It is, it is um, it is growing. We have a tremendous healthcare mm-hmm. community. Yes. We have many, many employment options. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of big companies that are here. We have a lot of big companies that are looking at us and yes. so forth. And that environment is very fortunate. And you use the word fragile. Mm-hmm. It's also very fragile. Yes. It just takes one key mm-hmm. thing or two key things mm-hmm. that either people will leave or new companies Mm-hmm. Will cease to be interested. That's I'll right. go somewhere where I can get a better deal or mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. and that could be one of the downside ramifications of uh, some of this hostility that, yes. that, we, that we've been talking about. So it's self defeating. It is, and in the and long run, it's self defeating. And we won't even, to a certain extent, we won't even know the impact until it's too late. That's right. And we'll look up in ten or twenty years and go, "Oh, that's what happened." And uh, and I can tell you, we have that discussion going on right now with uh, companies that want to move here and companies that want to stay here is, what's the culture like? And I know uh, from our standpoint, from the chamber, uh, we feel like culture in our organization and culture in our community is very, very important. Of course it is. Of course it is. And uh, CEOs and boards of directors, when they're mm-hmm. investigating areas to move, you know, look, look at all of those things. And you mentioned school bonds. We have tremendous school districts right. throughout our county um, that are growing. They're all highly ranked. They're mm-hmm. all doing well, so mm-hmm. on and so forth. And they're getting more students. And they had fifteen hundred students a year. Yeah, and and uh, bonds need to pass. And, and that's right. You have to have buildings that are are uh, serviceable and to, safe and safe, which is another issue that's right. that, that have been addressed by recent bond issues and. Mm-hmm. and uh, Encouraging an environment that that, mm-hmm. that helps us yes. elect the right people and, and pass the right bond issues. And I'm not saying we should pass them all because mm-hmm. 
they all need to be examined. Yes. But the ones that are for... In, our, in a factual way. And in a factual way. Yes. That are for our overall quality of life, mm -hmm. beneficial, mm -hmm. uh, need to pass. Well, after all, uh, you retired here. Uh, I not only work here, but I live here. And so we, uh, we care about this community and we care about the direction that it goes. And uh, one of the issues that is, is uh, almost, you could argue this is the most important issue that we have. Uh, because if we don't take care of our water, mm -hmm. we'll solve transportation issues because no one will want to live here and the roads will be empty. <laughs> Uh, no matter how good or bad your transportation is, if you don't have water, people, you know, ask people in Flint, Michigan about that and ask what it's done to their economy when they don't have a reliable water supply. And uh, we have uh, discussions now about uh, Lake Conroe and we have discussions uh, with our neighbors to the south uh, in, in Kingwood. And uh, we're good friends of uh, the Conroe Chamber and the uh, Lake Houston Chamber. Right. And we know that there's, uh, they're diametrically opposed uh, on that issue of whether or not to lower Lake Conroe. But one thing that I believe uh, that Brian and Jenna are modeling and being an example of is they can disagree with each other's position, but still be friends and be classy and, uh, and treat each other the right way. Right. And water and mobility are two key mm -hmm. issues, not only in our county, but statewide. Mm -hmm. uh, and you're right. The, the the management of our water in uh, uh, in our area is particularly complex because yes. we have, have to be able not only to deal with um, mm -hmm. floods, we mm -hmm. also have to be able to deal with droughts. A lot of which, people forget uh, yeah, that we had a drought, and, and that's that's kind of a those are obviously polar opposite challenges. That's right. uh, but uh, that's right. And some of the boards that that over oversee some of those things are elected boards. That's true, and is. Many of our viewers, many of our listeners are no doubt aware mm -hmm. there's been some uh, um, strained relations between yes. certain factions within our county uh, relative to water, and some of those organizations are run by people that we elect. Yes, and in fact, we are, we are having a forum on water uh, that's going to be on March 17th, uh, again at uh, the Lone Star uh, Systems Office. Okay. Lone Star is a great community partner with us. They, uh, they have, they've got fabulous facilities that are, that are, are new, um, that are accessible, that are easy to get to. And they and have a board that we elect. They have a board. That's that we true. Elect. That's true. And, and they have been, uh, uh, Linda Head, vice chancellor, was as a right. former chairman of our, our chamber board. And uh, they have allowed us to use that facility. And it's an excellent one. And we encourage everyone to come out on March 17th. At four o'clock again, we love four o'clock stuff, you know, do stuff in the evening, but it, uh, we'll have the St. Jacinto River Authority. We'll have the Woodlands Water Agency, which okay. is formerly the Woodlands Joint Powers Agency. Right. We will have a Quadvest, which is a private company that drills water wells. And we will also have the Lone Star, uh, Lone Star Groundwater Conservation District okay. present. So we'll have all four entities that have a lot to do and a lot of information about how water is managed and what we're doing with the aquifer and how water's getting from here to there. So it's, it'll be a great time for people to come out and, well, and hear about that. Those are all good learning experiences. So candidate forums, these sort of informational forums, yeah. are a great way to get information that yes. people can use not only to conduct their daily lives, but mm -hmm. to vote. That's right. Intelligently. 
Well, Steve, thank you very much. My pleasure. For being here. It's my a, pleasure. It's been my pleasure to have you as a well, guest. Uh, again, this is Steve Lakey, and I'm J.J. Holly. I'm president and CEO of the Woodlands Area Chamber, and we hope to see you next week on our, uh, what do we call this today? I keep getting our, uh, there it is, Between the Trees Business Talk. I'm still learning. It's on my third time. Fair enough. So uh, that's the title of our program is Between the Trees. And uh, we do this weekly. And uh, we look forward to seeing you again. Well, thank you for having me. Yes, sir.